Hello, everybody. Welcome to Optional Opinion here on Anomalous Radio Network. I'm your host, Eddie V. Thank you guys for tuning in. I have a special episode with you with a special guest. Um, I'm asking a topic. Um, asking a topic. Um, our discussion today is, can video games help your sex life? And joining me is my great special friend. If you have not listened to our MMO, int- no, introduction to MMO discussion and our ET discussion, like my first three-hour uh, episode, you might want to go back and listen to it. But uh, this discussion, I have asked my great friend, Mr. Chris Leon, to come on the show. Hello, Chris. Hello, how are you? Welcome back. Thanks. It's been a while. Yeah, I missed our little discussion earlier on uh, <laughs> On the MMO discussion. That was pretty fun. Yeah, that one was fun. <laughs> so um, I'm asking you this question because you're coming from um, a gay perspective right. with this. And uh, you're actually the first guest that I have on the show for this uh, discussion. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I cannot wait to uh, really get into discussion because it's um, the riches of it of this question is when I was listening to a podcast on the nerdist, uh, sex nurse Sandra, and she had one of her guests on and they was kind of talking about, um, you know, sex. Uh, well, of course it's an educational sex podcast and he kind of mentioned something about video games and I kind of thought about it and I, it w- didn't rub me the wrong way or anything. I just found it very interesting and I kind of thought to myself, well, I wonder can video games actually help your sex life without, you know, so, um, it seemed seeing that it's just a hobby or anything, because of course you could find you know there could be many things used to have sex or get you in the mood to have it. And I was always wondering if video games could do it. Um, so, and the way that this uh, this discussion is going to go is it's going to be a three part discussion. So, as you're being my first guest, um, you're coming from a gay perspective. Um, mm-hmm. I have an- another guest coming from. From a straight perspective, and then I'm gonna have a married couple um, actually come from that perspective, and you know, ask and have they ever used video games to um, uh, actually for their sex life, you know, to get them in the mood. But for you, have um, do you think that video games can be used for people's uh, sex life? If it was, I know this is gonna sound weird, but if it was marketed properly mm-hmm. from the aspect of the of the producers, the directors, all of the companies that come out with these games. Uh, you have different genres of games going on that focus mainly, though, on females, which is a. I mean, it could work for the for the uh, lesbian community, yes, but honestly, if they marketed towards more of more you know more manly figures that kind of produced something that might actually get someone into the mood, I would uh-huh. say sure. There aren't very many characters though that kind of fit that quality of description. I mean, there's some that are generic that you can say, oh yeah, they're they're you know, but do they actually get somebody into the mood? I don't know about that. Well what about you? Have you ever felt uh that a video game has helped your sex life or um or even your love life? <laughs> I'm sorry going live yeah <laughs> like have mm. you ever felt that um you and another person have bonded over video games like it helped the relationship 
um, you know, become better. Is there anything that made my relationship getting better? Um, you know, honestly, that honestly, I've, I mean, there are a couple of characters that come out for me. Um, that would be, oh, well, okay. Maybe three. You have, uh, Zach fair from, from, uh, from crisis core, you know, who doesn't like, who doesn't like the pre, you know, romance that had with Eris and Zach. I mean, he was really cute. Then there's uh Raiden from metal gear solid two, who I probably would say would be the hottest character if he was actually phallically correct. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah, the, the cartwheel scene, if you don't know what that is, then I probably would suggest you uh, go ahead and play it and, and go through it and go through that scene. It's like, whoa, okay. <laughs> um, but no, they, of course, obviously had to uh, get rid of the phallic part of it because, it, you know, it's not of the times of the game kind of thing. <clears throat> and then um, Zangie from Street Fighter, I mean, obviously has to be the ultimate uh, daddy muscle bearer kind of dream for a lot of the people who are into that sort of thing. Um, he, he, and of course the, the wrestling stuff I, I, he, and what he wears, it just, it could get somebody going, but I don't know, going into the bedroom though. I don't know about that too much. That's well, a, that, that's kind of a tough call. I mean, it, 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 now not to say he's, well, did you think something, it's, did but. you think that video games is a way to get your partner involved, uh, into video, like, you know, well, like get get them involved not only into games but get them you know more aroused like you know using so much about aroused you, well why not um I it's you know honestly it's because I think it's more of at least for the relationship I'm in we normally play just to be together it's seriously it's more about that it's about just you know like trying to bump each other on Mario Kart or um you know trying to uh, you know help each other out in Final Fantasy 14 or or even when he plays 10 I give him some tips or something it's more along the lines of just trying to be together more so than it is about the sexual part of it i mean i could essentially you know hug him cuddle him whatever but i don't know if grabbing the dangerous zone would really be necessary in that sense that's sort of it's sort of a weird situation in that sense i mean i love i mean i love my partner i've been with him for a while but it's just um i don't know if a video game could do that if they i mean at least in terms of marketing Mm because that's more of a productional aspect of it yes there's there is one game out there i've been told them some towel game or something on the web where you can actually go in there and rub somebody's you know back and all these other places uh-huh. inside of a i don't know i've seen it on youtube or whatever it is and um i mean that i could understand that being arousing okay yeah. that would definitely do something because of, i mean the sounds and the noises of that thing are <laughs> completely oh my goodness but um but if you're looking in terms of like the games that are out there that are being mass produced yes. uh, mass marketed I can't really get turned on by Call of Duty. I can't get turned on by, you know, Yoshi's Woolly World. And I certainly couldn't do that. Um, <laughs> or 
I or that lovely time when you're playing, you know, a, an MMO. I mean, you see nothing but hot women walking around wearing barely anything, and the guys are. I mean, there's some guys that will wear certain things that they shouldn't be wearing, but it's not a majority of them. And even then, they're again not phallically correct, or or just the way that Square Enix produced their their figures. It doesn't look. It doesn't look generic. It looks it looks like it wasn't well drawn uh-huh. uh, because you don't see their their uh, you know the entire physique. You just see the the bod and that's it. There's no like there there's no chest area, right? If you know what I mean. I'm trying not to get uh, censorship is wonderful, but um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean it, it's up to you, it's right? A, right. Uh, I, I mean, but. But when it comes down to it, you when you see the women, though, that is where it's sort of... I mean, I'm not trying to say that we are sort of intimidated by women. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is the video game communities at large mainly make games. These production companies make games catered towards the male ego, the male, the male perspective of, oh, this girl's hot. Yeah. And they, and they, and they do all of this where there's... Uh, like, like for example, with um, I'm using 14 a lot for these examples because MMOs normally do this. Skyrim has it, I think, where they look really where the women are barely wearing anything yes. and very clad, very yeah, iron iron armor, you know, but only covering their sev- the the small places and they're very small when they're wearing it. And it's like, how in the world are you supposed to wear armor that is so powerful but yet only blocks certain parts of your body? It makes no sense. Do you think that do you think when games do that it's a turn off it's a turn off for um for uh, for players for male players uh gay players I should say. Um it's um uh, by if you're talking bisexuals not really because it doesn't matter. Uh if it's towards the gay players I would say probably I would say so. It doesn't turn me off to playing a game because I do mm-hmm. like to play a female character. Yes. In most of my games, but I do not like to seductively make her that way to try to make her as seductive as possible. I don't, I try not to do that because I, I see like for my character on 14, yes, some of it is revealing, but it doesn't reveal everything like some gear does uh-huh. for the women. Do you think, um, <clears throat> That for some for some for some people who do a lot of female characters, yeah. Um, why do you think they uh, uh, like they play more of them? Like, why do you why do a lot of males want to make them sexy? Um, like, is it part of their fantasy or anything? And why do gay players? Because uh, we was having a discussion about this. Um, about a lot, there's gay players in Final Fantasy 14 who uh, who dress up who dress up their female characters or who choose female characters. Why do you think that's uh, that's so well common, or why do you think people do a lot of gay males do that? Uh, it's mainly because they don't want to, you know, um, they don't want to be seen as a person that's just, you know, gay and all of this. They want to be able to be themselves. Uh, some guys will play females just because they want to check them out 
from behind. There's a lot of guys that do that. I've mm-hmm. I've heard stories. And um I mainly played mine because I just like playing female characters because they're, you know, cool and we can make them kick ass and whatnot. Uh I but, just I just I, I try I just try to do it in the name of fun. Why have why do you think if you created a male character it wouldn't be attractive? Again, that goes towards design. That is a production design error with 14. They did not design the the males to look, you know, really attractive. They Mm -hmm. look kind of, I mean, the options are pretty disgusting, to say the least. You have a big bearish character with generic generic hair styles. There aren't very many selections. The physique isn't really very symmetrical it isn't what i would expect a big burly person to look like yes uh there's a guy another race where they're extremely tall and their legs are lanky Uh so that's kind of disgusting too in a sense then you have the humans which are you know normal looking they they look okay but they look kind of boring and dull do you think that you could create your partner in mmo uh to um, make it feel sexy or just be like, you know, or, or something like that. Because it's weird. Um, you know, uh, as we talk, as we talk a little bit about MMOs, um, before and we, we're going to continue more right. about talking about women in games and things like that. Right. Um, do you find it weird that, uh, you know, your partner hasn't created someone that now looks like you or you created someone that looks like him? Um, and you want to dress them up sexy because this is what kind of what you imagine this person dressing up in, or um, or, or I, I want to say desire, but not so much. But let's just say imagine creating. Would you? Mm. Do you think that that's <laughs> that? Do you think that's part of a fantasy that you will want to implement in an MMO character? I would love to think the wedding dress would be rather intriguing, but because um, he plays a female character too, and I, I am not going to picture him wearing a wedding dress. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not going to work like that. I'm not going to wear one either. Um. And 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 the thing is, is he wears a lot more. I mean, he's more fashionable. He likes to dress her up and mm-hmm. a whole bunch of different little cute things. And and, and it, it, while it's cool, it changes. He changes hairstyles w- worse than a woman does. <laughs> I mean, I, I've never seen anything like it. He's incredibly amazing with his creativity. And um, and it just, it, I can't picture him. In any of the stuff that he wears. I mean, you have to make and create all the stuff in real life. And that's sort of with the way the game is designed. I couldn't do it. But I was going to mention the other two things uh, before I forget. Go ahead. Um, About the the other two races that are kind of disturbing, too. Uh, Well, the other... Well, the other one being the little kids. There's... uh, It's a lot... They're called Lollafells. They're Mm -hmm. small, you know, four-foot, you know... Little people. Yes. I can't picture playing that kind of a character as a, as a girl. And it would be very disturbing for most uh, of, of mo- most people to play. And 
dress them up in you know in attire that should be deemed unworthy to think about. Right. Because I certainly don't think about any of that. I can, I can tell you that. But thing is, is I can't picture men in that. I I don't want to picture dressing up a guy in little as a little kid. It just it's a little creepy vibe going on, and I don't really like that. So I that's why I'm saying the men are kind of you know the way they design the men it just it's something where i end up going to this is i just decide you know what i'm going to switch to a girl because i don't like the way that everything is designed so i went to the girl mm-hmm. and they're the way they're designed is they're beautiful they're you know they wear flowy outfits now with the new expansion that came out a lot of it is geared more towards monastic uh chivalric outfits and attire yeah similar to uh european uh renaissance uh attire yes and it's really gorgeous and as the women are in the game they look a lot better than the men do in them <laughs> do you so do you think that you guys could use ff14 as a way of foreplay um or oh <laughs> have or or have you ever decided you know Besides MMOs, have you chose another game to use as a way for foreplay between you guys? Uh, no, uh, foreplay. Wow. Uh. Or, or do you think, <laughs> or do you think that as um, I'll think about that with Call of Duty. Uh, do you think for from a gay point of view that uh, video games can be used from uh, as a form of foreplay? It can be if the games produce the right gendered you know characters to make them look presentably sexy that's really the the main issue is there's no sex appeal with male characters in games is it because of them being covered up in clothes or is it um some of it is just drawn very outrageous like uh like marcus phoenix having all the big muscles and stuff like that or it's 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 a lot like that yeah it's you have you have characters out there like Master Chief completely uh-huh. wearing al- armor. You don't, I mean, you don't see, uh, you don't see any male characters actually, you know, showing some body. And when they do, it's not very presentable. It's the, the drawings are so outrageous, like you said. But yet you see characters like Zero Suit Samus wearing barely anything and looks like she's you know, out on out for a night on the town, the way some men have described her. Uh, it's sort of, it's sort of an offense to male, to males really. If, Cause they, I mean, I know that men's that men characters aren't really played simply because they're played by male players. Right. I mean, that's really what it is. And a lot of male players don't, aren't going to want to say, okay, I'm going to play this guy just because he looks cool and, you know, rocks and whatever. He doesn't want to see that guy wearing nothing going on, you know, trying to, you know, beat up monsters. He's not going to see that. He doesn't want to see that. He wants to see the hot, beautiful woman, you know, walking around and barely anything over there. What would you say um, <laughs> if your partner uh, wanted to get into the mood and you and decided to do a mini game, to play a mini game? Like, do you? Do you introduce it? Do you bring it in, into the relationship, or 
do you like kind of find it weird that someone like that would ask like why would we play a mini game to get us in the mood i've actually seen party games like that though there have been cases where people play like strip smash mm-hmm. i've seen that i wasn't a part of it i've heard about it though um but for us in my relationship no we don't use anything like that in terms of you know a way to change the mood and make it more appealing it's really kind of hard to do that when when you're playing a game and then hey let's go to the bedroom and you know mess around after a day of smash it just doesn't work i mean some people might do it but i don't really see the appeal in that do you think that video games can help the relationship and communication? Uh, yes, absolutely. And how? How do you think? How do you view it? Uh, through my current relationship, I basically play with them all the time. Um, we'll play different random games. We talk about it. Uh, we, you know, we have a collection of things that we can play. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've even gotten them into Borderlands, and and we're playing that, you know, very soon too, and. I mean, I, I mean, I bought Wooly World strictly for us to play together, and it's a co-op game, so it's absolutely perfect. Um, uh, we play 14 all the time, uh, co-op, you know, and I mean, it, and, you know, whenever he plays The Last of Us, I'll always watch him. I still think that, ga- that, that uh, video games can actually bring together anybody from mm. any generation any um walk of life into a room and still be a, a, a reason to communicate as it does for a relationship with us uh it's it just happens to be that if it's marketed to more people and and more outside the the genre maybe it might go in a further direction towards romance but until then, communication is pretty much what video games were meant for. And and that's really why I play them is you get good communication with your partner or with your friend, whoever you play with. You can do it online, offline, uh, whatever you'd like. And that's why I like it. Okay, moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, has there ever been any artwork uh, or I should put it like how should I put I should put it like this. Um, masturbation to artwork. So <laughs> you have you have deviant art and things like that. Holy crap! Do you do you <laughs> do you think that a lot of people who um, a lot of gay males uh, when they draw deviant art, uh, mm-hmm. any character, any of their favorite character, do you think it's a it's a turn on? Um, because the first thing you see, of course, is somebody's penis that might be like super big or it's enhanced in, in their, uh, in the pants and stuff. <laughs> and, and, and it's just, and it's just a, a particular video game character, regardless of, of what you choose. Like, you know, do you think that a lot of, uh, a lot of gay people could be, um, be turned on to it because of the... Because of the stereotype that a lot of people say that a lot of gay males are horny and like all they mm-hmm. want is is you know sex, and you know this is a form for them to help it when 
you know, if they don't want to watch porn or anything or hentai, you know, mm-hmm. they're going to look at a Real, video game yeah. character. Like, do you think uh, people, there have been people or um, gay men or even lesbians that have masturbated to uh, artwork, video game artwork? That's uh, yes, absolutely. That's a that's a universal thing. Uh, when there are some people who have personas in the furry community who have appeal to want to do something like that, or they have that sort of attraction towards mm-hmm. an animal or a character from a show, or or something like an animal personality that they have. Uh, that, they, there are some that don't think about any of that. That yeah. They don't want to. I mean, those people are not mentioned. They're usually made fun of in jokes. But besides, because of who they are. But, um, but you have people. There's many. I mean, but universally, the the deviant art that's made and created. I mean, of video game characters, of any of those uh, different artworks, designs, people. That's an that's an every that's an everything uh, an every person thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will not admit to. It's very taboo to you know uh, diddling themselves over the <laughs> over the pictures because um, I don't know. Again, I don't know censoring around here. Um, but you have all of those wonderful pictures on the internet. The internet is for porn. Everyone knows this. And not all of it. Avenue Q definitely changes things. For for some people, (laughs) I mean, for some people, they they do watch porn on the internet, but yes, um, but But it's not for all. It's not for all. mm. I should say. But for most people that want to look at all of that on the internet, it's there. It's there. Yes, <laughs> yes that is. And uh, because of that, um, it gives people an opportunity to then broaden their horizons with other things. Like, uh, again, furries in the furry community can look at this. Or, um, you know, you have hentai and yaoi going on over in this corner. I mean, there's so many different things that people do that are very creative that you can actually enjoy watching, presenting in a picture and having to be able to enjoy yourself. There's so many opportunities over the internet that you can enjoy. And that's, that's why uh, I'd say that it's not just strictly gay, straight, married, doesn't matter. I think it's for everyone. And there really isn't much of an outlet otherwise. As long as they, as long as we know it's there, which it is. I mean, I've seen things that really are amazing. I won't get into it. <laughs> um, do you but. think that um, you could fantasize your partner as being in that artwork or dressing the best that character to help you masturbate, or, um, or, or I'm not just you, um, just being in general. Um, do you think people? fantasize their partner in like video game form to masturbate um or even or you know even when it comes to having sex in the bed do you think uh there are some people who who do who do that i think so i mean there's it's i mean i don't know about in my case i don't know about fantasizing about my partner in a you know furry outfit i really couldn't see that but 
I mean, but, or or even just him done drawn naked. I couldn't, I couldn't like, see that. But but um, through everyone else, I'm sure there's always somebody. There's always one person out there who will always fantasize about something that is completely different from other people. Could you fantasize your partner dressed up like Mario? I should say, like basic Mario. No, but- I couldn't. I I mean, even though I admittedly have a hat from Mario Maker that I got from the other day mm-hmm. when I bought you know Super Mario Maker and they gave me a hat from the GameStop I went to I was going to wear that and of course everyone that I've talked to is like oh we're going to take your hat because you look so hot in it of course I'm going to expect to be fantasized in it but I'm not going to be Telling somebody, oh, you're you're not going to take a picture of me wearing it and just that. I'm not going to do that. I don't want to be pictured as as a uh, you know a fantasy for some random guy when I'm just wearing that hat. It just doesn't sound right. And I mean, I I I can't fantasize in my own way about seeing somebody else in a Mario outfit or any of that or. I just can't see it, but I know there's always somebody out there who uh, there's always somebody who wants to wear, who wants to fantasize about the random things out there, and uh, the, the world is large. Do you think that uh, fantasizing your partner as the character um, might be a little bit too much, or it's just something out of the ordinary um, that you've never experienced, or I'm, I'm, or? Mm. Or or do you think that when it comes to seeing another gay person, um, they might look like a particular video game character that might be a favorite of yours? Yeah, and they that's really what Halloween's for. <laughs> Where you can actually see them and be like, okay, this guy or person is uh, actually dressed up as mm-hmm. the character and it looks really great. Doesn't mean I'd want to make out with them, but it's kind of cool to see it. I wouldn't want to picture, you know, you know, playing with myself and thinking when I see a a guy dressed up as Master Chief, I'll use that example, you know, walking around and I don't want to picture that. And again, it goes all back to what production or what um, these game companies are doing and making male characters. There really isn't anything out there where a male will actually be dressed up in barely anything unless you're Zangief. And I've seen a couple of people try that. And then it, it, then it gets a little bit interesting in that sense. But outside of that, there really isn't much to really say, Oh, I can, you know, fantasize about this guy wearing this outfit. I can't picture that with Mario. I can't picture that with Ness. I can't picture that with, with, uh, you know, any, with most of these new characters nowadays Mm -hmm. with the way the direction things are going. Do you think that when it comes to uh, people dressing up, uh, taking video game characters and dressing them up sexy, mm-hmm. what is it about that appeals to um, that appeals to a person that that will make you know that sexual appetite just even more you know more hungry? You know, so if you do see like a Mario, but it's their own interpretation and they're like built with muscles and everything. And if if they actually designed characters to be a little bit more sexy, you know, showing a little more skin, showing them wearing some different kinds of underwear, showing 
you know, something where it could be a little bit more of a fantasy. I can't really picture, I mean, well, maybe not for me, but there's always somebody, again, where, again, that conversation comes in, who might have a fetish or a fantasy for plumbing, for plumbers, mm-hmm. you know, but Mario and Luigi are not large. They're not, you know, they're not muscular. They're not, uh, they're not the, the typical, like, plumbing or plumber fantasy that ever, that, that everyone basically would imagine or, you know, it's, it typically is seen with a plumber the way that most interpretate or, or, or the most interpret it as a means of seeing, Oh, the, you know, Joe, the plumber on the back, you know, fixing something. They see that and it's like, Ooh, okay, I can't see a fantasy like that. But yet there's those, those Mario and Luigi people, you know, out there with the big buffy muscles that that are seen as a potential fantasy. Did you think but there? I can't. I can't do it though. <laughs> did you think there's some attributes of a character that turns on a person when they're fantasizing? Like when you, if you do happen to fantasize a video game character, are there some things about them that you know you? you dream of in your fantasy that's just like a straight turn on like you you have a character who you see as skinny but in your fantasy you just think of him as uh as a particular bear or like a bigger person in harry or something and uh, it just gets you going i like wish you, like, i wish there was i mean i i mean again if if that were raiden from metal gear solid 2 i'd say sure <laughs> would you, but um, but that would be kind of awkward and weird. Would you <laughs> w- would you ask your partner to get into shape to look like a video game character? Never, never. Uh, I love him too much. Uh, he's an amazing guy. I can't ask him to change for me to do anything. I can't do that. That's not right, and it would be wrong of me to uh, to ask him to change for me because if he it, 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 I mean, I met him the way he was. Yes. And I've been with him ever since. And I can't just t- say to him, hey, uh, you're not doing what you should be doing. You should be losing weight, this and that. No, I met him the way he was. So, you know, there's no – I can't do that. That's not right. Would, would you do it if that if he asked you to do it? And And, and – and do you think that this would better the sex life? This uh... no, it would be something where I've, I mean, it would be sort of offensive if he asked me in that sense. I mean, I would take it as a suggestion. Maybe I should start going to the gym, but I really don't think of it as a. I, I really don't see it uh, him doing that, and even then, I would be offended if he did. So even so, even if he did, you'll you'll be offended. Which I would dress up as whatever he wants me to dress up as. Uh-huh. That's fine, but if he's asking me to lose weight, no, absolutely not. <laughs> do you do you think that you would ever want you personally yourself? Would you ever want to go to a gym so you could get a video game body look? Like more muscle than slimming down. Again, that's geared more towards the stereotypical fantasy that these companies want you to have. Um, 
you have companies like Square Enix that makes nothing but very slim, very muscular characters. You know, out of especially out of the males, uh, the only there's only a certain amount of big people in their series of games. Yes. There aren't very many. I mean, Barrett being one of them from Final Fantasy VII, uh, Queen of Quen from you know uh, Final Fantasy IX. But again, she, he, she, it—I don't know what the gender of the of Kina is. But they're big and they're gourmand. You know, yes. I, they're not, again, they're not, uh, you know, they're not muscular, but they're just big. Now, but as for everybody else, a lot of their characters are thin, razor thin at that. And they're just not proportioned to their either their height or their weight or it's just they're just skin and bones, really. And right. that's the direction they expect the rest of the world to be in, which is kind of a disappointment in that sense. Uh, the fact that, that we see that it, it, it gets, it gears that fantasy outlook towards uh, for other people to think about their partners or whatever yes. in a mode of, Oh, we need to lose weight. We need to look sexy and dress like these people. I, I, I don't, see that the connection with it I, I i don't really think that they're trying to cater to the right people in that sense what do you think cosplay makes it harder um mm-hmm. when uh, when you're cosplaying it makes it harder there are some things you can cosplay as as a big person and i i might one of my exes actually dressed up as a choji a long time ago um which was pretty amazing the way he did it. It was pretty mm-hmm. incredible. But that said, um, there does cosplay affect it? I would say they can. There really is not much for a big person to cosplay in. Uh, just to just to clarify, I'm you know about about just to give the the audience an idea. I'm about five foot eight, two fifty. Okay, so it's not that big a deal. Yes. Um, so I'm a big guy. I'm not going to lie about that. Thing is, is would I be able to cosplay in anything other than Choji? Probably not. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's some things I could do out there. I'd have to be really creative about it. But uh, does this mean I should? No. Uh, again, if it's like, I mean, I, I don't want to do like a, you know, a Vegeta or... I don't want to do something where it's not proportioned to the actual character, the one you're playing as. It just makes no sense. And plus, I I don't want to do that. It just ruins the idea. And plus, I don't want to be mocked and laughed at. It doesn't work like that. Do you think that in the bedroom, if you did try to do cosplay, uh, like a sexy <laughs> version of cosplay, uh, do you think that would be a turnoff uh, for another person? Do you think people... <laughs> Who uh, who don't understand video games um, and understand that cosplay is is part of some people's lifestyle. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and it's cool. Love you, you cosplayers out there. <laughs> do you do you think that it it would turn somebody off and just like you said, being ridiculed or being and being uh, just talked about? Do you think that that would hurt somebody's feelings to? Um, stop having sex like that's a great question I honestly think it really depends on the couple you have 
some out there that don't understand cosplay. That's a whole different topic altogether for a different show. Um, but getting to the short end of it, if you're cosplaying and you do it in the bedroom, it really depends on the couple. I mean, you can't just uh, assume that everybody's going to mock you if you wear a costume into the bedroom and say, hey, you know, let's you know do something, this and that. I mean, you, if you really love somebody or if they love you back, they'll yeah. know that if you cosplay, it'll be very, like, it'll be their own turn on. It's it's something that they, you know, that they like. I'm not going to, you know, do it here in my bedroom. It's it's not something that I do. I'm, I like to photograph people in their cosplay attire. I don't like to actually do the cosplay. So. <laughs> would, you, would you find it weird if out of the blue your partner said that, they they want to cosplay. Uh, they they got something special. <laughs> I mean, let's just say they got something special, and it's the an anniversary yeah. or or something like it's a birthday, and you know they bring you up to the bedroom and they just like giving me a few more minutes, and they change it to like a sexy version of one of your fav- favorite characters. <laughs> um, it it, it's, it might sound funny, but do you think? That some that that person was is trying their best to spice uh spice up the relationship. I'm laughing. Or the bedroom. I'm laughing because I can't picture my own boyfriend doing that. That's well, what I'm saying. It's just I I mean I I know how he is. He's definitely not that kind of person. But I can imagine it actually spicing up the bedroom for a couple. I'm gonna utilize a uh, you know a, a regular couple. My mm-hmm. my relationship is definitely. A, Different kind of relationship, per se. But um, the, uh, through a regular couple, I could actually see it as a turn-on for a person if they want to try and do what they want to do. I mean, I'm not going to tell my own boyfriend to stop you know, doing what they're doing because that's not who they are. They're creative right. people. They're who they are. And if they want to do it, bring it on. Let's have some fun, you know? If you want to be sell, okay, I'll be I'll be Goku. We'll play we'll play Dragon Ball in the bed together. I don't know, but I you know it just yeah I'm just throwing things out there. But honestly, personally, I mean hell, if he wants to even dress up as Bayonetta, go ahead. You know I'm I'll I'll have fun with that. You know I mean <laughs> I, I, I mean the, the reason why I, the reason why I ask that is because um. With a lot of cosplay players, you know, when they go to cons, they just want to portray um, that character in the right way. And right. there are some um, characters uh, in anime and video games that are, like, very over-sexualized. Mm-hmm. And and for you being gay, that might not even do nothing for you. Because um, it's just too much. Um, and yeah. there might be some, there might be some gay man that you see who might just like, n- and not to insult anybody, um, make a faggotry. Um, and that's, and, <laughs> I love that word. <laughs> and that means, you know, like a pageantry. Uh, yeah. I don't want to say a faggot in a pageantry, but it kind of means like those two words put together. Right. Um, like they were like very uh, gayify 
the outfit to the point where it's Man. where it looks ridiculous. Um, yeah. you know, like taking Sailor Moon or something and making <laughs> short shorts and stuff like a real Sailor thing, and just and it, it and it looks literally ridiculous. Um, and they think it's sexy and they think it's a turn on for somebody, but uh, another gay person who who see it might think it's offensive, or right. might just or might just say, okay, that's a little bit too much, um, and ask themselves what were they thinking. Um, yeah, I know exactly where I'm going to go with this because there there is actually something like that that you mentioned. And I should probably – oh, no, this is not him. There's a guy there, – there's a guy out there, and I, I forget what he is, but he has a YouTube going on where he actually – there's this random – you know, random berry, you know, bearish looking guy. Yeah. Actually dressed up as a Sailor Moon costume, you know, in cosplay. And, um, I mean, it, it's pretty damn incredible the way he does it. I mean, because he's like the, I, I forget what he is. I'm trying to pull up the picture in the YouTube. I, oh God, I'm trying to pull it up, but, but the, the guy is pretty darn incredible. He dances well. He is, you know, you know, he's, he, he does what he can. And I mean, I don't know how he gets all these girls to dance with him, but he's pretty darn good. But he, he's very, I think he's gender neutral. I would have to say, I don't know yeah. what he's, what he, what he does, but there are a lot of people, a lot of guys, and you can see through my phone directly about how many guys are actually dressed up in Sailor Moon costumes. There's a lot. <laughs> there is a lot. There is a lot. If you Google, you know, guy in Sailor Moon costume, there are so many different, like, pictures of Sailor Moon outfits done up by guys. And that's totally awesome to see that. I just, you know, I just can never put my own self in that position because it just doesn't look right on me. And plus, I don't, I don't want to wear a dress. I mean, but, <laughs> but do you think there there are some guys who just who do the Sailor Moon thing or who just dress up as any kind of video game character and they very over sexualize it to the point of laughter? Like it's, like it's, like why did you even go that far? And Enough said. <laughs> but, but yeah, and, <laughs> I mean, and there because there are some people who don't put no effort into their cosplay, and I'm I don't have nothing against anyone who who wants to do cosplay, um, and you know anyone who loves doing it, you know, keep it up, do yep. you oh, know, yeah. do it, but. Do you feel that there's sometimes the people who do cosplay need to tone it down because it's just not it, it's it's a little bit too much. And even though this, we're, we're talking about uh, using video games as sex, um, cosplaying as a video game character might be something like to whet somebody's appetite, or you know, um, cosplaying in the bedroom to spice up, uh, you know, spice it up. Mm -hmm. uh, do you think that? Do you think Let's that? Um, see if they have something. Else. Some people who don't know about cosplay or video games would know anything about this. 
Mm, that is a that is a very good question. I mean, would you do you think that you would have to explain to them what cos or uh, costume uh, uh, what cosplay is? I would like to. Wow. I was, for the record, I was, I thought I'd go through, do another video game, you know, a video game cosplay. Mm -hmm. I was looking up, I was Googling this again, Guy in Tifa costume. There is one. Wow. He's awesome for doing that. And then there's a couple of other guys that are, you know, dressed up as Tifa here. Um, I definitely, you know, I mean, it. It's definitely cool that they do it. I'm definitely not dissing them. Do I want to put myself in that position now? <laughs> I mean, do you have to do explain, I have to explain? It? Yeah, explain it to them. Um, as long as they try hard enough to, you know, as long as, I, I mean, I want to try hard enough to actually wear the costume mm-hmm. if I'm going to do it. I want to make sure that if I do it, that I actually know the character inside and out, what they are, who they are. And I can pull it off if I know how to do it right. But can you bring that into the bedroom? Absolutely, yes. And I think you can simply because if you play the character correctly, instead of just, you know, you know, like that, mm-hmm. you know, then maybe it's possible to do it and to do it right and to make it really good, too. I mean, I don't want to just go in there half-assed. I actually want to go in there and do it right. Would you would you make it to where your partner comes up to you and starts taking the clothes off, like mm-hmm. uh, like helping you out of the cosplay? Like, you know, mm-hmm. they're, like you're a good person and they're the baddie and, like, they'll – Pretend like they smack your weapon out. Like, do you create? A, <laughs> like, do you create? Do you think if you guys role play um, with your cosplay that it um, the scenario for it to have sex would be a bit better? I think so. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's again, it's all about how many or how much people want to actually act out on it. Mm-hmm. You don't want to just go in there half-assed. You actually want to make it realistic and at the same time to make it very seductive and romantic too because that that's really what binds everything together mm-hmm. is you, you you know you have to dress up properly you want to actually make sure that you're you know if you're going to be playing monster and you know hero you want to you know dress the monster up really seductively but very very awesomely too you don't want to just be in there like i said half-assed you don't want to go in there half-assed Okay, so why do you think it won't work on a person that uh, that don't that's not interested in co- in cosplay, video games, sex? Like they're just not completely in- interested in that. Um, why do you think uh, trying to have them try a game out or something like that and understand why you love video games? Um, and you will want to bring that into the bedroom. Why do you think people are not won't understand it or not interested in it? If they're not interested in the video game, first of all, that's certainly not going to help anything. What is the, what if mm. they're not interested in sex also? Then that is a problem that that person or people, the couple, needs to go see a therapist for. <laughs> do, do you think from? Uh, gay point of view yeah. that sex is important 
because of the stereotype that, you know, if you're a gay man, you really just want sex out of the relationship. Like, you want the relationship, oh, yeah. but you want yeah. sex to come out of it. Um, through, There are people, there are some people out there that actually want a relationship strictly for the sake of a relationship. There's some people out there that want sex in a relationship, which sex is important, don't get me wrong. But the thing is, you have to understand everybody else's feelings first. You know, the the you know if if you're in a multi relationship or one person relationship, whatever, you have to understand that other person's feelings for for the relationship too. If they want a relationship strictly for actually dating and cuddling and all of that, then that's what you know. You have to respect the other person in this. I mean, the relationship is strictly out of respect for both people and you don't want to just go in there saying oh and demanding oh uh we're gonna have sex it's just not gonna work like that you actually have to show feelings for the other person understand their needs understanding them and loving them for who they are but do you feel if they don't have any interest in them that the relationship is doomed from the start. Or oh, that's why I don't have a relationship with somebody who isn't into video games and all of that stuff. I can't do it. <laughs> I, I mean, do you think that you would have to help them get to a point of compromising to help them understand why you love video games and why, mm. you know, sex is important to you? Um, or do you actually have a conversation with them on why sex is not important to them and mm. what what is it about video games that scare you off uh, again video games don't scare me off i mean um, i mean the person that you speak that you're with or you're talking to uh well that that's a conversation that basically when i first start going out with them or talking to them you have to get to know the people first and if that means that you actually have to um you know, talk to them, ask them questions. That That's what that stage is for. And if you like them, you like them, you don't like them, and you don't like their interests, then it's not going to work out because eventually when you're trying to communicate with them, that conversation is going to come up at a later time. And it will eventually get into the bedroom. There are some guys out there who are dating girls or other people that, you know, they're completely different and the girls are like not into their mm -hmm. video game session, whatever. But honestly, those are the ones that have trouble working out. I'm not going to, you know, speculate on that. But that's I've, I've seen stories. I've heard stories where basically video games have ruined a relationship uh, simply because of. You know, one person liking it and the other person not liking it. Well, that gets to my next point, sacrifice the sex for video games. That ain't happening. <laughs> I, I mean, do you think that there are people who do sacrifice sex to uh, play video games? Or even while they're having sex, that video game is all on their mind. Like, you just want to level up your character one more. Or you want to get past a certain boss that you had a difficult time while you're doing it like like you lost interest in in the actual uh the actual sex mm -hmm. um and you'll get more of a high or you'll get more of an enjoyment and pleasure if you finish a quest or uh get more one more round in like <laughs> destiny or something um <laughs> what what are your thoughts on that 
All I'm going to say is for those who sacrifice sex simply because of video games, there is a problem. I know there are people out there that that want one or the other. And I'm definitely not one of those. I want both. If there is if there is a problem with either side, then that is a very, very big problem. That's not to say I'm a greedy, you know, SOB. It's just the fact is, is communication is key. And people who play video games understand the pain and the struggle that goes with playing a video game. If yes. you're if you're trying to get that level, if you're trying to go in that extra round in Destiny. Or in my case, if I'm trying to get through a part in Star Wars that is you know, really tough to go through and, and, and you want to really want to, you know, shoot your gun at somebody. Cause I just, I just started playing uh star Wars battlefront not too long ago. Uh, and it's fun to play. It's really addicting. So do I, I mean, if, if they can wait and be patient and let me kill this one dude over here, then that's, totally great. I'm glad for the understanding, but if they are like trying to make me put down my controller simply because they're putting they're on the bed in a seductive position wanting to make love, then we're going to have to talk because if they don't understand my struggle and if I don't understand their struggle, then we're not going to be able to work out. It's not like it's going to it's not going to work out like that. But why do you think some players will will sacrifice sex to play their video game? Like, why why is it that you got into a relationship and someone really wants to give you sex, give you something that you've been dreaming and fantasizing, fantasizing and masturbating to, and you know, doing all doing being very sexual stuff. Now that right. someone actually wants to offer it to you, you don't want to take it. Why? No, that's also that's also kind of a part of what I was saying earlier uh, in regards to the um, situation regards to the, to the relationship beginnings. Communication is key. That is like the first thing your therapist will always tell you is communication is key in relationships. And if you cannot communicate with your partner, you have no relationship at all. And in this situation, it's a very similar case. You, you you have to talk with your partner directly. See what they want in a relationship. If video games and they love video games as much as you do, mm-hmm. the understanding is there. The the fact that they want to sacrifice that these people want to sacrifice sex just to have you know, just to play a video game, that is really basically you saying to your partner, I don't love you. I love this video game. If there's, and and that's not saying the partner is in the right either because they're sacrificing their partner's time just for their own sexual desires. That's shame on both parties, not just one. But do you think ignoring somebody uh, for a video game um, and letting someone know that that game comes before anything that that person uh, that that partner is offering that uh, is there any what you're saying is do you think that there's another replacement for their partner their woman or their man yeah 
There is, unfortunately, because we're in a world of sex. It's they these guys know where they can get it. These women know that yes, their men are just totally dissing them, whatever. But if there's strong women out there, which there are, they will stand up to these guys and say, You need to take care of me, you need to take care of my business. Did you and think, you need to get off that video game. But that's you, shame on them because they're forcing their partner to get off that video game. Did you think that that's the excuse for cheating? It absolutely is, if, yes. Like, we, like you know that when the new Madden comes out or some big video mm-hmm. game that a lot of people are going to play. Right. Um, since they're being ignored uh, and sacrificing sex to focus more on that game, does that give that person that right to go out and sleep around or cheat Absolutely with not. Because their sex drive is not going to be filled because of, of that video game. That's the reason why I'm saying shame on both parties. It's these, these women or these men, whoever, need to understand the desires of the other guy, of the partner. If they're into video games, that... You have to expect when you're in a relationship, that's what you have to deal with is the guy likes his video games. Do not compromise it. That's what I'm going to tell you about this is if you compromise your partner in any sort of way, basically for your own selfish desires, that's a shame on you. That is something that the woman needs or the man who's on the bed needs to understand. And that's not to say the guy in the, again, not to say the guy on the playing the video game is any better because he's, you know, basically, you know, neglecting his partner on the bed. Now, how do you do that? You talk to your partner directly, let them know this is what I'm about. This is what I'm about. And we'll be in a better world if we didn't have to argue, if there was no, you know, sort of debate about this. So do you think that video games could ruin somebody's sex? Yes, absolutely. Yes. And it's because the, the, it's because one or the other is neglecting the other person for their own selfish, greedy desire. I mean, okay. What about, you know, if, if they have to use toys to be satisfied, because their their partner is playing video games, then that is a problem the partner needs to take care of. Because if she or he is using a toy on themselves, while you know, while Johnny Boy over there is playing Madden, there's a problem because you're not going to get a touchdown over here on the bed if you're not going to be, you know, focusing your attention on them. So, th- th- do you think that uh, a person? has the right to cut off sex um, when the video games take up too much of the attention? Uh, That is a great question, and I don't think it should. But unfortunately, women and men, mainly women, and I'm sorry, ladies, about this, but women do have some women do have the tendency to want to play hardball with men in regards to that. What do you think about gay men? Uh, gay men, unfortunately, the excuse for that is, oh, we're going to go out, and if you're not going to give it to me, oh, then I'm going to just go see somebody else. That is the unfortunate part of the gay culture, is most men, when they are wanting to have sex, they are going to get it, and they, it don't matter how they're going to get it, but it's going to be coming to them somehow. So do you think that they sh- that 
in a gay relationship that it should be open. Uh, I when video games are 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 maybe one of the problems. That is something again for the couple to to, to discuss. Um, if the couple, if one person likes video games and not both, then that's something that the person who plays video games has to understand in terms of trying to satisfy their partner and trying to you know keep them going. But the partner has to understand the video game end of it. And it's, again, communication is key. If you don't have it, you can't be in a relationship, period. Do you think that there could be an anger issue created from video games? Yes. For, uh, because due to a lack of sex and uh, just being ignored. So yes. not not saying, like, destroying the system, but just packing up everything and taking it to GameStop and trade it in. Even mm. though you might have brought the system yourself for the boyfriend or for the girlfriend. Yeah. Absolutely. And again, that's again, communication is an issue if neither one of them can, you know, solve the other person's problems. And do you think it's a right? That's a reason to break up. It can be if there's no bedroom behavior or if there's no if there's no communication, there could be some hell. And it's sad. It's ridiculous, but it's true. They I mean, I've seen relationships break up over a single video game. Do you think that uh, using a video game uh, or even using sex to get a video game system, <laughs> like, do you think people could do that in a relationship? Like, you know, I'll give get you the new PlayStation or the new Wii U if, you know, you put it on. I'm sorry, but if we're going to be generous over a damn PS4 or something... Then please, you're going to have to give me at least a month of BJ's, a month of ass, and God knows what else every damn day. Okay? I'm going to just say that right now because that's $300 down the toilet. (laughs) Okay? That is absolutely ridiculous, just to be honest. If you're doing that, you're doing it wrong. So using sex as currency to get what you want. That is absolutely wrong, and it's actually prostitution. You should not be doing that. And if you're a guy that happens to be generous like that, shame on you, because if you can't get no tail, then you're doing it wrong. And trying to get somebody to do your dirty work for you just because you want to hand them a system? Come on. Give them some dignity, for heaven's sakes. That's just... That's insane. But it's all for sex. All for their own selfish desire of having to get laid. It's like that. But you don't want to go out and cheat, though. That's Then that's something they need to fix. But they can't <laughs> fix it because of the video game. Oh, uh, wow. I'm sounding like Dr. Phil today. But I mean, go to- <laughs> I mean, I mean the, <laughs> the reason why I say that I ask that... Um, and asked you to come from uh from a gay perspective is because that um there might be some times that you really want your partner to like really spend time with you and bond with you and that this game even as a game both being gamers you know when to stop and when to yeah want to spend quality time with the with that other person where yeah. the partner might just be like, I don't want to spend no quality time because my quality time can be used in this game to get me powerful and don't want right. to make it feel like it's a game addiction, but 
<clears throat> but you just have a way of doing things when it comes to video games. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you never you never back down from a quest or anything to do some other like something else random with another person yeah. and within a relationship. Yeah. I I see what you're saying. And it's like I said, um I mean that's something that me and my partner were we're doing good. I mean, we're spending time together all the time. We talk all the time. We game all the time together. It's it's something that we do universally. It's not, you know, something that we'll, you know, I mean, we'll, I mean, there are days when we'll say like, oh, let's go see a movie or something. It's, again, like I said, communication is the most important thing in any relationship. Gay, straight, um, you know, bisexual, you know, open, whatever you guys do. It's all about talking to the other person. It's all that's where it starts. And, and you can play video games doing that. You can you know, as long as there's a mutual understanding between both parties, that is the most important thing. Do you think that um when you have someone sacrificing sex for a video game, mm-hmm. do you think that that's good for the partner? Um or is it bad for the partner? Other than one getting cheated on, then yes, because as I said before, grandpa shouldn't be paying this, you know, 20 year old guy, whatever, to go do his dirty work for him in in exchange for for a video game. It shouldn't be like that. Did you think it's worse than when it comes to MMOs? <laughs> it's kind of hard to do that because it's hard to find people. I mean, I'm not going to go on the internet and looking around for people, but um, that's something where I just play a game just to play the game. Okay, what <laughs> about children being involved? And children being involved? Oh no, I, I don't touch that with a ten foot pole. No, say that. Say, they say, can keep the children. I, I'm not gonna saying that you got <laughs> no saying as a uh, if you have a family if you have kids ah and the you denial know, syndrome. I go. I see where you're going with this. Yeah. So okay, and, um, if they're gonna be playing that game, then that's a shame on the person doing the deed. It still is. It, it always whatever. If you're exchanging anything. Mm. Even your family's situation, your status, everything like that, just for a simple lay, you're doing it wrong. I mean, what if... That means he needs to get himself corrected, and he needs, or she needs, to go and talk to a therapist and seeing what they can do to fix their relationship. If they they can't fix it at home, uh they might as well go do something to fix it themselves. Well, if they know that their son or their daughter is playing, like, Madden in the living room, and you want to squeeze one in, and, you know, you're not going to be interrupted or bothered uh, with the kids because they're playing Madden, like while you're getting it on in the basement, why you get it on in the basement, <laughs> in the car, in the garage, whatever. Um, do you think that people should take advantage of that? Like, let's okay. say you, I'm let, gonna, let's say I'm gonna, you, let's say you and your uh, partner adopted a kid. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop you right there because I already know where you're going with this. Okay, and I'll tell you with my own personal story of a truth. My dad. Nice guy and all, 
He's trying to, you know, work his way back in the relationship with me as a person. You know, not a problem. You know, he's a great guy, all this. But back in the day, he always used video games as a way to distract me while he was doing his when he was doing his shit. Yeah. I'm not going to say what he did. He done he did a lot of different things. Okay? In his bedroom, doors closed. I knew what was going on back there while I was playing Castlevania over here <laughs> in the li- you know in the, in my bedroom. I was playing that. I was playing Legend of Zelda. I was playing, you know, just I was playing all these different video games. I got the distracted, the, the, the distractions yes. going on. Well, Dad was getting it on over in the living, over in his bedroom, you know, you know, doing what he was doing. I don't even want to know. I don't even want to think about it. But thing is, it happened, and it happened quite often. So yeah, I would have to say it's okay as long as you know there's no, you know, as long as you're single, it's okay. But if mommy or other daddy is around, yeah, then that's a problem. That's something that, again, they need to fix themselves in talking to a therapist or just trying to correct themselves. If they don't want to pay for the therapist, they have to need to correct themselves with that other person. They can't just do that, you know, get it on and let the kid, you know, basically suffer for that. That's not right. Do you think that... uh you get worrisome or that person would get worrisome if the kid is hearing it like um like like you know that the bedroom in the bathroom is a no-go like you literally have to go out the house uh to get it in you know if 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 they doing again if they're doing that and trying to you know uh you know trying to if they're trying to distract you know the child while they're getting it on you know it better be mommy and daddy or daddy and daddy or mommy and mommy in there, not daddy and somebody else or mommy uh, getting, I don't know, with, uh, you know, anything. I'm not going to get into that. But thing is, is that better be a stable household for both people. If it's not, uh-huh. if it's just one person, yeah, let, you know, my dad was single. Let him, let him get it on and, you know, you know, doing what he needed to do. Yeah. I mean, he's a guy. He has needs. I get it. But if you're a couple, that is a that is a stigma that needs to be fixed. If you're going to be, you know, cheating outside of the household, then, yeah, that's a problem. You need to go see Dr. Phil on. Do you think that uh, giving a child a handheld with uh, headphones uh, is a sign that, you know, um, you well that they're about to get it on and stuff like so that they don't hear the noises or anything oh boy wow all i'm gonna say is and i saw this one video daddy did mommy get fucked last night (laughs) uh but no uh or no did that woman get fucked last night yeah okay well no, that's basically it. You know, honestly, that's something that that's a risk on the parents. I'm going to just put it out there, okay? Parents, you're the reason why your kids are going to succeed in or or fail in life. What about gay parents? It doesn't matter. Parents of any kind, genders, 
preference, whatever. As long as you treat your kid with respect and love, then you'll be fine. You know, give them whatever you want. But my goodness, if you're going to be throwing a house party up in your bedroom at like, I don't know, when the kid is still awake, there's a problem if he's going to be playing video games in the in his bedroom or in his living room while you're getting it on upstairs with, I don't know, with the local prostitute. Okay? That's something that's a parental issue. That, again, if they can't fix it themselves. But do you think that it can help that person's sex life by making sure that that kid stay distracted? You know, uh, if they if they can be doing that and getting it on while, you know, while they're while the kid is being distracted, then if that's really that's another form of prostitution in another sense. I mean, I mean, just just partners, partners or being or partners and or being married. Oh, okay, Oh, okay. So so if it's a okay, if it's a secure situation, okay, let them have their fun. I mean, if 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 little Charlie knows that his parents or her parents, little, Char- little Charlie don't know nothing. Well, little Charlie's if, just like, oh, it uh, sounds like mommy's in pain. Then, but do you, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, but mommy and daddy or the or partner parents, they're right. out, they're somewhere in the house, so the kid doesn't hear. They're play, they're if they're ha- playing Madden, let them enjoy it. You know, you know that's. But I prefer that the kid be asleep when that goes on because that way it just it makes for less problems later because you really don't want to have to deal with the questions of what did why didn't why is daddy in pain last night? You know, I don't want to hear that. I really don't want to hear my kid saying that and go and wondering what in the world happened in your room last night. It doesn't look good on you. So you wouldn't do it if you had a Absolutely child. Absolutely not. That is something that needs to be you know, that's something that parents have to do on their off time. Do you, you know, with the doors locked with their kids asleep. So what you which you that and you, plus there on. has to be a good gag okay. too in that so, bedroom because that that that's something that the kid doesn't need to hear. Okay, so <laughs> let's let's uh, let's see if if you had to adopt a kid, you and mm-hmm. your partner had to adopt a kid. Mm-hmm. Would you allow them to uh, have friends over so you guys could go uh, out to? A, a special place. It depends uh, how old they are. I mean, I'm not going to let no six year old kid in the house by themselves. Okay, oh, okay. it isn't yeah. going to happen like yeah. that. If it's something where they're, you know, thirteen, fourteen, okay, you know, I would rather prefer they wait uh. until they're asleep before we go out and do the deed. But even then, why go out and do the deed? Waste your money, all that jazz. When you could just do it in your bedroom. Do you think, <laughs> do you think um, that the kid would catch on that you guys are having using video games to have sex? It happened with me, and it was pretty quick. I'll just put it that way. I, I knew. I knew what my dad was doing. It wasn't exactly difficult. Did you see the other person, though? Several times. Oh, I knew. That wasn't daddy. I'm going to just put it that way. Okay. That wasn't mommy. That wasn't daddy. Okay. That, I know what that I was, know what Daddy was doing. That was just somebody random. Somebody. Oh yeah, and I even caught a guy in my living room, and I can't forget this, where he literally was down. You know, was he was coming in from Toronto for a 
his house was being fumigated for two weeks. Now, for those who understand hardware, and I even told him directly, I was like, I know the house isn't fumigated. Don't give my dad an STD. I told him that. I'm not kidding. He was beat red, and he did not say a word to me afterward. So he came to Toronto. To he came. Stay. He came. The guy came from Toronto to my dad's place for two weeks. For two weeks, because the house was being fumigated, and and uh, yeah, he was literally uh, beat red when I told him, "Don't give my dad an STD. I know what's going on. I know you're not. I know you're. I know a house can't be fumigated for two weeks." Usually and, takes and a week. And why would you leave Canada to come to America? I hadn't even gotten to that yet. Because <laughs> that, that doesn't make no sense at that, all. That too. And that, I mean, I'm like, you could just stay in your hotel room somewhere in Toronto. I don't know. Or your friend's house in Toronto. Yeah, right, right. Or family member. Right. So I'm like, I know what's going on. And I know, you know, I know you're not, you know, here just because your house is fumigated. Try again. I'm not, I may be 12. I was 12 at the time. I told him I may be 12, but I'm also a straight A student in elementary school. I know better. Okay, so <laughs> before we I go. Because I've, I've seen the way the websites work, so. <laughs> before we go, um, we're going to talk uh, just two more topics. Um, the first one about women's breasts and video games. Um as a gay person, do you do you pay attention to it, and does it do anything for you? Um, even though you know your preference is men, um, do you think making uh, someone's boob or something like that is very um, interesting? Boobs, boobs, boobs. <laughs> no. Um, actually, they don't do anything for me. I mean, I, then again, I'm also in the, you know, I'm also gay. I'm not lesbian, so, or bisexual or pansexual or any of these other terms that people have, um, that really would justify. Cause the thing is, is again, that's a preference for, from, from some people The like the pansexuals are into every, every gender, every, you know, style and preference and everything. Yeah. Um so they'll like just women too. Uh bisexuals love women too. So you have and lesbians obviously love women as we know. So it's really more along the lines of me personally, I can't deal with titties. I really don't like them. I I mean they're they're there. I can't, you know, fix it. I I can't make the world a men only you know, world. So I just, you know, understand there's women rare. I can't, you know, fix that. So I just work along the, along the lines and I just play with female characters, but it doesn't turn me on or anything. Uh, what <laughs> about man chess? Like hairy man's chess and things like that. Does that do anything? Only Zangief does it. <laughs> Only Zangief. There isn't any, again, again, in our conversation earlier, no. there isn't very much in the way of actual, character generation when it comes to drawing male characters. There Max isn't. Payne. That's generic, though. Max it's, Payne 3. Okay. Where he cut his hair. Yeah, okay. That's it's a start, but it doesn't open up the, the line uh, a little bit. It, you know, 
because I mean, you can look at him and and you can and you can say the whole the whole bald thing would work per se. Do you think that but, having a woman with big boots actually sell a video game and um using that as you know your reason of attraction of like what you prefer like you if you were straight did you think a girl being very busty is yeah that look uh do you think a girl being busty will sell you on the game it did for final fantasy 7 fans you know tifa yeah we all do um I would say it it does because of again who they're catering to. Mm-hmm. They're not catering to lesbians. They're not catering to pansexuals. They're not paying you know any attention to the gay community at all. Then again, we're gonna get into this debate over you know should we put more male you know chauvinistic pigs in video game kind of things, and it just doesn't work like that. It, you, you know, um, would you be surprised if your partner was turned on about mm, uh, actually a no. female character or no a male character? I wouldn't be surprised at all if he was. He's bisexual, so I, you know, I, yeah, I have to go with it. But no, I was gonna say Max Payne. Eh, I like the scruff, but in this picture, but I, and last yeah. but not least, before we go, yeah, um, co- back to the cosplay thing. Do you think is it could be very pedophile, uh, be pedophile, uh, for people who are older but love seeing children, you know, uh, in costumes. You and said lusting in children. I'm sorry, this is not. I don't do any of that. That that the reason why I'm, I'm breaking it up is that um, I'm not a Chester. We don't do that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, do you think that people who who are sexually aroused by children could they use cosplay as an excuse to be like, well, I love video games and hide that fat, hide hide that uh, pedophilia? Um, if they do, they by, need to. Ha- if they do that, they need to have their balls chopped off. I'm just going to tell you that right now. But what that if they is disgusting? But but how would it be? Would it be easy to prove that you know if you have all you have all these kids in cosplay and you might right. throw in some other adults uh, adult adult stuff so that you can hide it? Like, do you think it becomes uh, very weary to even cosplay? Um, Oh, I see what you're saying. I thought you were saying that uh, you should be dressed up just to go see the other girls. No, it's, no, no, no. I'm talking about more that you have you have that. But but if you're, to, if you, but I'm going to get to that point. If you're 60 or something, and I know that a few of us might do it and cosplay, there are some people we can still cosplay as in the future. Uh-huh. You know, Master Roshi, for example. Who wouldn't want to cosplay as him as an older guy? Right. I mean, that would be absolutely perfect. But the thing is, is if you're going in there with the stigma of I'm going to see little girls, maybe stigma is not the right word, but if you're going in in there going in there, well, I'm just saying it from the point of Master Rush because he was in the little girls anyway. Right. Thing is, is 
if you're going in there with the attitude of I'm going to go in there just to check out the girls and even the girls themselves have said during many different interviews that they've been, I don't know if you've seen these, you know, interviews with girls that go to cosplay. They Uh say that they don't want to be touched. Yes. There are a lot of girls that find that offensive and I don't blame them because the men can't get it anywhere else other than at a con. Go figure. Right. But um, thing is, is that if if a guy, an older guy, goes in there, he needs to have the same mentality as these girls. Don't touch me. Don't look at me unless you want pictures. But usually, it ends up with when it comes to these girls. That's usually from the response they get from the guys is typically, "Can I touch your breast? Can I take a picture right in between your breast? Can I, you know, hug you and kiss you and you know, you know all of that jazz?" They get yeah. that all uh, that harassment all the time thing is is that if you're going in there as an older guy and you're going into a con doing that and seeing all these old you know these younger younger people because really the cons are meant for the younger generation of people anyway but if you're going in there as an older guy you need to have that mature mentality of having respect for yourself as well as the people around you but what if you just do take it off um, the internet just pictures that's on the internet of kids dressing up as video game characters if you have that on your wall or on your computer, you, I mean, and it's not as an album for Facebook or something, there's yeah. a problem. That means that's, a, that means that person is very disturbing. Do you think that, uh, it, it would be hard to prove in court or if they get caught or anything? Cause it's no different because- than having little boys on your, on your phone, on the internet or on your computer. It's no different. It's but, absolutely no different. But what if you was just like, well, I'm a fan of I'm a fan of this character, you know, look yeah. at all this. Um, what they can you picture yourself? Okay, I'm gonna use a Lollafell, and I'll. I mean, it, you may not have an idea of what one looks like. I'll I'll show I'll show it to you. Um, but the the general idea of what one looks like is a little child. Okay. And there's that's what they look like. Okay. Okay. Now, can you see yourself dressing up? Maybe you can dress up as maybe another race in the game. Yes. But can you picture seeing and taking, you know, I mean, can you picture outside of taking pictures with them for cosplay purposes? Can you really look at things like this and and say, oh, I want to, you know, get off. Yeah, get off. On. That's what I'm saying. And if you're at a, if you're an old person going to a con specifically for that purpose, you obviously should not be at that con. What about if uh, you were a gay person looking for boys? Same rule applies. Same rule applies. Absolutely. What Absolutely. If, what if you, uh, if you see a another gay person and you as an older gay person see uh, that person try to dress up as a little kid and okay well uh, you got aroused by that no absolutely not i'm going to tell you this strictly for the reason of going to cons i want to take pictures of seeing people actually dressed up in their outfits and their attire uh-huh. if it's good i don't want to take pictures of everybody there i want to actually see some effort I want to take, you know, have some purpose for doing the doing these pictures. Like there's yes. a woman that I remember. And I, I mean, 
Yeah, have you played FF10 by chance? Yes. Okay. I have. All right. So you know who Lulu is. Yes. Okay. Now, uh, then I don't need the um, to showcase the picture. But for those who don't know, if you Googled, um, you know, Lulu FFX, you'll see the pictures of what she looks like. Now, there was a woman, and I took a picture of her. And I, if you want me to pull it up, I will. Uh, she was dressed up almost exactly like that. Okay. So she cosplayed. I went to a Final Fantasy uh, Symphony of the Gosses concert, uh, basically. That's the Legend of Oh, the Legend of Oh, no, the other one. Uh, anyway. Yeah, no, no, no. no uh, I forget the the Final Fantasy concert. Anyway. Oh, uh, uh, what's that one? Um, it was the one recently in Chicago last year. Anyway. Um, so I went, and I encountered this Lulu-type character. Now, she yes. she was pretty damn incredible, okay, to say the least. And now, of course, she had a, an actual photographer, just to give you an idea of how professional she is. And the thing is, is she was getting all of those nasty, dirty questions that a woman would expect to get Yes, from the normal crowd of um you know typical you know you know typical women that are basically you know hounded by um that are hounded by different random people so i mean you, you get that and uh and it's unfortunate that they, that they get that but the thing is she got that and she even mentioned that to me on a very frequent basis she see she was, and, and I caught her outside, which would make it even more awkward. I actually did, you know, take pictures with her inside. And I saw her again. I just wanted to say hello, you know. And, of course, I ended up taking pictures of her via her photographer's orders. <laughs> because she was awesome and incredible. But, unfortunately, you know, I, you know, kind of, you know, did it without a pay. And according to the way a photographer ran things, it was like a business for him. Uh, but you get the point. Thing yeah. is, she doesn't. She didn't want to be harassed. And thing is, is when you're wearing something like that, you are going to be harassed. It's sad to say, but that's how. That's how unfortunate these things turn out. It's these women out there. You know, when you're dressing as scantily clad as you are, expect to be harassed by stupid men that don't know what they're doing or talking about. And it's sad and, you know, sad and, you know, ridiculous to deal with, but that's how it is. That's how it works. But for pedophilia. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't, I don't want to think about pedophilia. That is, that to me is extremely gross. But do you find it scary? Absolutely. Oh my God. Yes. Oh, here it is. This is her picture. Now. Doesn't she look really, really good? She looks okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the outfit looked like it came from a cheap Chinese store. <laughs> but here, but here, but here, you know, she's showing a little more there now. But it's still a good picture. She's really pretty. I really love her picture. But anyway, um, yes. Yeah, so, anyway, um, no pedophilia though is not my cup of tea at all. Uh. First off, we shouldn't be looking at little kids like that. I mean, if you're into that, 
then please get yourself checked and corrected immediately. I hate to say that. You know, but thing is, is when you have kids walking around dressing up like that and trying to turn, I mean, that's on them too. Mm -hmm. But thing is, is we shouldn't be as males or even females should be acting on this. I'm not trying to be religious and all that junk. But thing is, is we seriously need to check ourselves if we're starting to think about seeing kids or people dressed up as kids. If there's people dressed up as kids, then there's something up with that. I mean, I think they want to be into it. Sure, please do. But please don't be ridiculous about it. Don't dress in something stupid, you know, for your own sake. Because you really don't want to dress up as a Lollafell at the age of 60. I mean, there's some people that might do it, but... Don't, please don't, for your own sake and sanity, please don't, you know, overdo it. Just respect your fellow cosplayers. You know, right. don't touch their boobs. Don't, don't, t- don't grab their, their crotches. Don't, I mean, the thing is, they're only there just to be artistic and, to, and, and to showcase their work. That's so hands off and keep your hands to Absolutely. Yourself. That is the one, that's the biggest rule of a con people don't follow. So let me ask you one personal qu- last question. Yeah. Would you try to uh, bring any kind of video game into your sex life uh, <laughs> with your partner? And, mm. like, would you play video game music during sex? <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. I never thought of that. Um, I could probably do it. It would be weird, but I could probably do it. It wouldn't be a distraction. I could... I mean, all it takes is just downloading stuff on the internet, and you know, it wouldn't be a problem. It'd be kind of awkward, but I'm definitely not video video gaming or taping my escapades over the internet. That's not gonna well. N- nothing. I'm just talking <laughs> about personally in the bedroom, which you play like video game music. Uh, I don't know what life. I would play in a case like that. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I mean, though, I do hope that the one scene in FF7 with Cloud in the bathhouse gets a little bit more dirty and raunchy. Oh, that's a little bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to leave it right at there. <laughs> Thank you, Chris, uh, for joining me for this discussion. Yeah. Um, if you guys have any thoughts about, um, you know, video games have being part of your sex life, you can email the show at myout2comment.com. N-Y-O-P number two C-O-M-M-E-N-T at yahoo.com. You guys can follow me on Facebook under Edward Vernell and follow me on Twitter at that retrocode T-H-A-T-R-E-T-R-O-C-O-D-E. Chris, where can we find you? You got anything? Um, uh, yeah, just my Facebook page uh, and Chris Leon uh, or CL or I think it's C Leon 95. I think it is. But Chris Leon, Chicago, I'm basically there, so that's pretty much it. <laughs> okay, uh, and that was part one. Um, I got yeah. a special guest for part two. Can't wait for you guys to hear it, and you have to look out for part three. Uh, but thank you, Chris, once again for joining me. Uh, yes, thank you, you're everybody. Welcome. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the weather. Um, I know it's going to probably be rainy or cold, but wherever you at, enjoy the weather. Enjoy family or uh, enjoy friends. If you're going to have sexy time or naughty time, maybe try a video game. Maybe <laughs> find a video game music. 
um, mm. you might want to dress up. You know, it, it may be <laughs> it may be something that you might want to bring into the bedroom and try. Um, hey, it's a rela- if it's your relationship and your guys about a communication, bonding, and trust. It might be something that you might be surprised at. Uh, Chris, any last words? Um, no, absolutely not. Um, basically, whoever whoever's out there, whatever you want to do, sexual, you know, anything sexual, it's your business. You have the freedom to do whatever you want. And be safe. There might absolutely. Be, if they have video game condoms, that might be awesome. That would be. Uh, there are people who like to put controllers over their, you know, what's during. We'll, <laughs> but, again, but, but yeah, we'll leave it at that. But yeah, <laughs> please be safe. Don't do anything crazy and 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 silly and just be yourself and have safe pleasurable fun that's all i can ask all right and that is it and we i shall see you later all right peace